Hey friends, Hannah here with the Practically Well podcast, where I will be bringing you amazing holistic guests to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your healthiest, fullest life in a practical way. As an acupuncturist and coach, I believe that the mind and body are deeply connected and that when we can tap into these natural reservoirs within ourselves and heal, anything is possible. So it is my goal to bring you a variety of transformative topics and practices to the table in a simple, digestible way so that you can break down old barriers, seek out new holistic methods, and up-level your mindset and life so that you can get wherever you want to go. It is all in your hands, and I'm here to be your guide. So let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome to another beautiful day on the Practically Well podcast. Man, we are really in summer, am I right? I mean, the trees and flowers are in full bloom and sun is shining and we're definitely having that uh, that Maryland humidity happening. And it's funny because, you know, I've never thought of myself as someone who has gotten super affected mentally by the weather, but this year in particular, I just feel like there is just so much more joy in my heart every day that I wake up to sunshine instead of clouds. (laughs) I think it's maybe because, well, for a variety of reasons, but here in Maryland, we had a very, very up and down spring. It was like 75 and sunny one day and then like 40 and rainy and windy the next. So consistency is, is nice to have once in a while. And, you know, when, now that it is getting warmer out, I feel like when it's sunny, it literally just helps me look on the actual bright side of things more. And, you know, it's always from an acupuncture perspective, um, a reminder of just how much the fire element is in play within my heart. So anyway, enough talk about the weather. Um, Today, I want to talk to you guys about something that is very personal and important to me. And it's been on the forefront of my mind really over a lot over the last, I don't know, four to six months. And it's something that, you know, I work with clients on in some capacity every day. Um, It's a topic I am incredibly well-versed in, and yet it's one that's becoming more and more anchored in my body and my own personal experience than ever before. It's honestly the most important thing that I've ever invested in. And it's my mental health. And the funny thing is, is that in all the years that I have thought about mental health, all the psychology classes I've taken, all the books I've read, all the podcasts I've listened to, I feel like recently a switch has flicked on, a candle has been lit within, so to speak. And I feel like while I've been connected to my mind and body before, I feel like it's just next level (laughs) in a way. And it's no surprise that this has been happening since I started doing therapy and especially inner child work and trauma healing. And, you know, I've done therapy in the past and, and definitely found benefit from it, but it feels like this time it's different. There's a different energy to it. It's it's like my my body and mind and spirit were really aligned and ready this time more than any any other time before and i you know my 
my whole being was like, all right, let's go in, let's, let's dive in and dig deep and really deal with the discomfort that we knew was inevitably going to arise as it always will. And it came up, (laughs) man, did it come up? I feel like in the last six months, I have dealt with waves of all the things from intense anger to deep sadness and grief to almost paralyzing fear in moments and also pure joy and, you know, just the whole, whole freaking spectrum. And, you know, in each moment when I was feeling these uncomfortable feelings, I did my best to stay present, take deep breaths and allow the phenomena and waves of chi movement to simply flow through. And yes, there were many occasions when it was neither graceful nor present and we're human, you know, and I'm forever grateful to my boyfriend and family for holding space for me when I was maybe a little snippy or weepy or not quite myself. (laughs) And, you know, people, people want to believe that personal growth and self-development is just going to be this like magical, profound journey full of lessons and expansion and everything's going to be so exciting. And it, it is all of that for sure, but it's also full of dim days and low moments and challenging emotions and memories and frustration about the process because we just want to get there already. Right. But this is how it's supposed to be doing the work. Isn't supposed to be totally easy because if it was anyone and everyone could do it at any given time. And, you know, to truly step back and open the door to your past or whatever demon it is you're facing and take baby steps to move the needle is something that is absolutely possible for anyone and everyone. And it also requires presence, patience, and persistence. So why am I speaking to you about all of this? (laughs) I'm speaking to you about this for a couple of reasons. First, I really wanted to share my experience um, as a reminder that seeking support is never, ever, 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 ever a sign of weakness, but rather a sign of strength. Because too often we are afraid to reach out either for fear of being seen as weak or broken or just being afraid of what might come out of the, you know, out of the, out of the closet, out of the, you know, back recesses of our mind. And just feeling like it might be too difficult to process. And, you know, as a person who supports people around life challenges every day and is in that practitioner seat, I can say that being on the other side of it, being in the the receiving chair and having that container to just share and explore healing is not only comforting, but it's necessary. And you can take it slow because remember, no emotion can physically hurt you and any uncomfortable sensations you feel within the experience will never last forever. And I also want to speak to the reason why seeking support in this way was the most important investment I've ever made and will be the most important investment you ever make. So I'm going to dive into that a little bit now. So 
why is mental health the most important investment? You know, there's, there's so many vital places that we need to send our hard-earned money to, you know, so, so why, why is this the number one? And the main reason why I say is something that can be summed up in one sentence. How you do one thing is how you do everything. I'll say that again. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And it all begins from within. So, you know, let me give you an example. Let's say you're struggling with a fun anxiety depression combo. (laughs) I can say from personal experience that I have been there in this example, and it's probably one of the least fun places to be. It's pretty, pretty up there. So with that being said, if you're feeling even one of these anxiety or depression, as an example, you know, you might be stuck in your own thoughts, you know, saying horrible doom and gloom or judgmental things that just go round and round in your head, whether it's, you know, about the world or about yourself or your relationships, whatever it is, you know, those thoughts can get stuck on a loop, right? You also might feel the need to sleep way more than you want to, which could lead to more thoughts or lead to just missing out on stuff during the day that you could be doing. You might feel a lack of motivation or joy. You might overthink every choice you make or everything you say. You might not go places because of a fear of around what might happen. You might engage in habits that are physically detrimental as a way to mask what you're really feeling. There are, you know, a million possibilities for how this internal state example can manifest and affect your life. But the point is, is that it does affect all areas of your life in some way, right? Because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So, you know, if you're anxious or depressed, you could be less likely to take care of your body. You might be less, more likely, excuse me, to miss out on experiences that could have enhanced your life. You might be more likely to be in discomfort than in a state of ease. And just to be clear, this is by no means me shaming anyone who has mental health struggles. Just want that to be clear. You know, we, we all have ups and downs, and this is not to say that if you deal with anxiety or depression or anything else that you can't lead a full life. That's, that's not what I mean. My meaning behind this is that I want to remind you that it all begins from within and that what is going on in your mind can create a ripple effect into every area of your life, whether it be in small ways or big ways. And I say this because having this knowledge and this understanding of the connection between it all is, is good news and it can be empowering and facilitating taking the first step. And, you know, since starting to see a therapist and getting that support once a week, every week, and since, you know, creating a safe space for myself and carving out that self-care time and making it a priority, even if it's just to vent or talk about little things, by doing that, I have created space in my mind, like nothing else (laughs) other than getting acupuncture, which is a a close second, do them together. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's allowed me to approach, look at my approach to the world differently. And it's created moment after moment of relief 
which have compounded drastically over time. And I no doubt, you know, no doubt will continue to compound for years to come. And all of those spaces and moments have also allowed for deep transformation and release of old wounds and stories about myself and my entire world. You know, since starting therapy, I have noticed so many things and I want to share some of them with you to illustrate how creating time for mental self-care has positively impacted other areas of my life and help to illustrate the possibilities that could be for you if you're thinking about taking that journey. Number one, I feel pride each week for making that time for myself, which motivates me to find other habits and practices to integrate in my life to continue along that journey. Number two, I feel more focused at work and more motivated to work on my business, which is inevitably setting me up for more financial abundance. Number three, I'm falling asleep even better. And although I've always been a really good sleeper to begin with, I feel more motivated to get quality sleep and to get to bed at a decent hour. Number four, I'm looking for new and exciting ways to spend my time, you know, wanting more diversity in my life instead of kind of staying with the, the safety quote unquote of sameness and routine. Number five, I'm actively working on communication in my relationships and I'm focusing on being a better partner, friend, family member, and practitioner. Number six, I'm practicing taking pause before responding especially when I'm frustrated. Number seven, I'm developing a deeper relationship with my inner child and all former parts of myself to create space for long-term healing. Number eight, I am truly changing the narrative that goes on in my head. And I'm finally realizing just how unkindly I've been speaking to myself over the years. And within that, I'm also holding space for that version of myself with compassion. And number nine, I am taking time for more moments of presence and happy peace and contentment in the here and now, knowing that while it's important to focus on growth and evolution of self, and we're always growing and learning and changing, it is equally important to enjoy what is happening right here and now enjoying the fruits of our labor, enjoying everything that we were working towards for the last however many months, days, months, weeks, years, and just savoring the present. So, you know, there's so many ways that the practice of mental self-care can positively ripple out into other areas of life. And the more that I see it having just such a deep impact penetrating every area of my life, the more and more I want to share and encourage others to do the same. You know, our, our mental health makes it possible to do and be everything we want in life. And the more we value it and make it part of our routine, not something we have to play catch up to, to fix after years and years of pain, the more potential we have for growth and healing and abundance and spreading love and peace in the world. So if you are struggling with your mental health, or even if you're not, I highly encourage you to find someone, whether it be a therapist, a counselor, or even an acupuncturist, you know, you get a 
good discussion in and, and then a treatment, but whoever you choose, somebody who isn't a family member or friend who you can share with, who can help guide and support you and stepping into your most peaceful present and grounded self. I promise you will not regret it. Thank you guys as always for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be everything if you could subscribe and share this podcast with your loved ones and community. It is my ultimate goal to connect and spread as much healing energy as possible. And every little bit helps. So thanks again for listening. I'm forever grateful. Namaste.